Hey, ladies and gentlemen, people of all kind, hopefully. Um, this is David Opposing in the Matrix, and uh, I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately. And um, Well, today, first of all, today is the 19th of uh, January, 2021, and about 40 minutes, it's going to be the 20th, and that's, a, that's Inauguration Day, and frankly, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know if the communists are going to take over or if uh, Trump has something up his sleeve and is going to preserve the republic. He certainly needs to, and I think he certainly is able to. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that, okay? But um, anyway, um, just a little background. When I was uh, growing up, I was really... I really loved my dad, okay? I always did. And um, my dad had been in Korea. He did some fighting, but mostly he was in the U.S. Army band. And um, he was, um, he got PTSD while he was there because the truck that he had been riding in had uh, rode over a landmine and uh, it had exploded underneath and... um, he was different from then on, from what I understand. Uh, and what I grew up with was was a dad that would get mad very easily and uh, repent very quickly afterwards. Um, kind of reminded me a lot of King David, actually. And anyway, um, so dad played the baritone horn. And he could play the trombone, too. He was, he was gifted. He could play a lot of um, uh, uh, brass instruments. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, anyway... Um, as a matter of fact, I still have his baritone horn here, <laughs> and uh, I, I learned how to play it when I was uh, in grade school, actually intermediate school, I guess. Um, I was in band for um, for a year, and uh, but he, it's a four valver, and I only played a three valver, and I have absolutely no idea what the fourth valve is for. So <laughs> anyway, so it sits, and um, anyway. Um, Every once in a while, I get this little urge to listen to music that he listened to and uh, and really adored. Uh, he liked the music, uh, the marches of John Philip Sousa, along with other military marches. He liked military marches from other countries, too. Um, very fond of Italian military marches. Why? I don't know. I've listened to them, and I don't like them. Uh, maybe because I can't identify with them. You know, he had a father that was... Um, my grandfather was a first generation born here in the United States. So, um, maybe he had some connection that way, but I, I really don't see what he saw in those marches. But, uh, anyway, um, he studied under a man named Gaetano Didimo, who had at one time been the, um, the maestro to the queen of Italy. And we're, now we're talking like the late 1800s, early 1900s, something like that. My grandfather was also in that band. Uh, my grandfather also played the um, the baritone horn, and I've got one picture of him doing it, and he's just this little Italian guy standing in the background. I can barely make him out, and it's um, close to the George Washington Bridge because there's a sign there. Anyway, um, uh, the band was in Patterson, New Jersey, and uh, I remember Dad telling me that one time that uh, Professor Dinamo told him that he said, Jimmy, if you stay with me, and learned from me, he says, I'll have you playing that horn like nobody's ever played it before. Um, 
And Dad had that skill. He developed it on his own, actually. He didn't take Didymo up on his offer, but um, he, uh, he at the time of his death, he was actually um, taking the um, Italian and other band music from from in Europe because it's it's um, played in a different key or a different tone. I can't remember exactly what, but um, and he was converting it over to uh, to American uh, standards. And uh, then he was taking what he had done and he was sending it to some guy up in um, Canada somewhere uh, who was bringing it to some kind of college or something. And they were. I can't remember the whole story, but, uh, you know, the, the guy was really sad when my dad died. I think he was just about as sad as I was, um, you know, because he said, you know, we lost somebody that was really um, skilled at what he was doing. And uh, that was my dad. When he did something, he was skilled at it, wanted to do it to its end. Um, anyway, enough of that. So um, with what's going to go on tomorrow, um, and I, if you look at the uh, the explanation of this uh, show on, um, well, wherever it's presented, um, I basically am dedicating it to either it's going to be for happiness and joy because Trump has something up his sleeve and uh, he's going to take our, our country and make it back into what it was, preserve the republic, uh, basically. Or it's going to be songs that we can listen to uh, on when times are blue because Biden and Harris got in, if that's what happens. And we'll be able to um, reflect on the greatness that was once this country because it will not be great when they get in and get done with it. Trust me. Um, their, their aim is to destroy it, if not turn it over to a foreign power. And... Um, so with that having been said, I don't want to take too much time talking. So the lineup tonight is um, the first song, few songs are going to be from the Marine Corps band, which I saw here. Actually, they were down in Eugene, and and because they were in Eugene, I think they were it was dictated to what they would play. So some of it were, was military marches, but other was uh, like show tunes and stuff like that. And I. I really felt cheated. <laughs> I felt like I didn't get my money's worth when I paid my ticket. But, you know, they had to be politically correct down in Eugene. So, um, But there were a lot of patriots there that stood up during, especially in the medley for the, uh, the different services. So um, the lineup tonight is going to be Semper Fidelis, which is the uh, the Marine Corps, um, not necessarily the hymn, but their song. Um, another one called The Thunderer by John Philip Sousa. The third one, The Washington Post which has an interesting history that we won't go into. You can research it. Um, then we're going to listen to uh, the Stars and Stripes Forever that are played by the Marine Corps band, okay? Um, and I say that because later on, well, let me, let me just continue here. Um, then we're going to listen to a, a march called El Capitan, which is a really beautiful march, and then the Liberty Bell March, which is really beautiful. And then um, we're going to listen to... Um, Stars and Stripes Forever that are played by the um, the Army Band, and actually the words uh, to the chorus are sung by um, by a chorus that's uh, standing with the band. Um, beautiful words. Um, I'm trying to remember. Them. <laughs> um, um, hurrah for the flag of the free! May it may it wave as a banner forever. The gem of the land of the sea, the banner of the right. Uh, 
May tyrants remember the day when our fathers with firm endeavor marched bravely into the fray that by their right and by their might, it weighs forever. That's what they're going to sing. Okay. Just so you know, because when it's mixed up with the, uh, with the instruments, it's kind of hard to hear. Um, but once you get it down and it's really a beautiful song, uh, then we're going to listen to the battle hymn of the Republic and it's kind of a new, uh, Oh, look at that. I put it in there twice. I can get rid of one of them. Okay. Um, it's, it's online as, um, the rendition's kind of neat because it takes, uh, from several different wars, uh, footage from several different wars and shows how bravely our men fight, fought to, um, preserve our republic and, uh, and to bring freedom to people around the world. Um, Okay, then we're going to listen to America the Beautiful, and that's sung by Leon Greenwood. Uh, he's also going to sing My Country, Tis of Thee. And those two songs we were taught in um, in grade school. Uh, back when I went to grade school, you learned how to be an American. <laughs> uh, you didn't learn how to, to be a world citizen like they're teaching today. Uh, then we're going to hear the Star-Spangled Banner. And it's really, this is a neat thing. It's not just the, the banner itself, but it's the story of how the, um, Star Spangled Banner was written. So it's, uh, 11 minutes long. And, uh, you'll, you'll understand, um, why I get upset when people trample on the flag. Um, when, after you listen to this, uh, maybe you'll get upset when they do that too, if you don't already. Um, and then we're going to end up with Dixie's. Oh, wait a minute. There should be more songs than that. Battle of the Republic. Um, I didn't include. Oh man, I wanted to include the Battle for Cry of Freedom too. I wonder if I could still do that. It looks like I can. And um, so let me see if I can find it. I know I downloaded it. Okay. Um, Let's see, Battle Cry of Freedom. I don't know why it's not there, actually. Um, huh, that's bizarre. I know I downloaded it. And I'm just going to look real quick because I don't want to take too much time looking for this thing. Um, let's see. Well, we just may have to do another show. Oh, there it is. Okay. Battle Cry of Freedom. I think we'll put that um, right before Dixieland because that's the same war. Those two songs were popular during the Civil War. And um, I think the Battle Cry of Freedom is going to be another, is going to get real popular again real soon. So, um, anyway, uh, what I'll be doing is I'll be turning the music on and playing the songs. It might be an interlude once or twice between the songs, but, um, for the most part, or, or just to introduce them, but, um, um, uh, if you if you have a good stereo in your car and this comes across like I think it's going to come across, um, um, do something or anything that you can to to crank it up because um, I got 7.1 earphones here and when I do I can hear every single instrument. It's really weird. Anyway, um, I'm going to get ahead and start. Okay, let's see. We're going to hit the uh, the start.
start shot. Okay. All right. So we're going to start out with Semper Fidelis by the President's Own United States Marine Corps Band. Okay, so that was Semper Fidelis by John Philip Sousa. Um, very, the the um, Marine Corps claims that as their own song. It means always faithful in, in Latin. So, and that's what the Marines are, always faithful. And they've sworn themselves over the President Trump. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're going to let him go. <laughs> the way that, uh, you know, with all the cheating and everything that was done with the elections. So um, the next song is called The Thunderer. Um, I really don't know its history or anything like that, but uh, it's just, a, I just love the instrumentation and, and these songs. I really do. Uh, sorry for that little blooper uh, with the last one. I don't know what happened with that. Um, that was weird. Uh, maybe it was something with the download or something. But uh, this is called The Thunderer, and again, it's by the President's Own United States Marine Corps Band. <laughs> Thank you. 
They don't run out like that anymore, folks. I'm telling you. A um, little history about John Philip Sousa is that uh, I think he was from Hungary, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he immigrated to the United States and um, and took up the position as the um, the uh, music master for uh, the United States Marine Corps. And um, he wrote some of these songs while he was overseas because he would he would go overseas many times to uh, to play music with his band. And um, he he would write them because he would think about the United States and how he missed the United States and while he was abroad and he um, he just wanted to um, to um, the word I'm trying to think of here uh, memorialize the United States with the music that he wrote and um, it's uh, it's it's just incredible. The, um, you know, today, you know, you have these rappers and you have, you might have some other kind of music out there and basically they have two or three or four instruments, maybe five if you're, you know, if they're adept to do so. But, um, you know, there's probably 20 or 30 instruments that are playing in these, these marches and, um, they're, you know, there's there's music for each one of the instruments, so and they have to keep in step with the other instruments and, and know exactly where to jump in and jump out and and everything else. And um, it's just it's just amazing that a musical mind can exist like that. It really can. And uh, these people, I think they know music nowadays. It's not music. Many times it's uh, it's fornication put to music, or it's. Uh, um, yelling and shouting about how you're going to kill or murder somebody or rape some woman or whatever, you know, and the same, not just the rap, but it's the same with the heavy metal and stuff like that. It's all, it's all garbage. It really is. And, uh, compared to this anyway, and, um, the musical genius that's behind John Philip Sousa, um, and his, and his music is, is amazing, simply amazing. Okay, the next song is called The Washington Post, and it was written because some somebody had won um, an essay contest with the um, with the Washington Post, and uh, they were marching down. And the Washington Post asked them, I think, if I'm not mistaken, to write a, a march because they were going to be marching down the street with the winner of this uh, this essay, and. Um, and then this is what he composed, okay? You're probably going to recognize this song if you know anything about music or um, marches or or um, music that has to do with the purely instrumental. So, uh, again, the Washington Post, uh, written by John Philip Sousa and by the President's own United States Marine Band. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, I kind of figured out what's going on with this, folks, why this music is cutting out uh, briefly. Um, these are songs that I downloaded from actually from their website, uh, the, the President's Own United States Marine Band website. They offer these songs for free. And um, I guess maybe some of them are corrupted a little bit or or whatever. So uh, this is going to be oh, the next two will be the, the last two from that um, that source. And then we'll move on. So anyway, uh, now this is uh, the first rendition of the Stars and Stripes server. This is by the Marine Band. And and I particularly like this one because when you play it in 7.1, it's just amazing. Um, later on, we'll play the one by the uh, the Army Band where they actually have the chorus singing the chorus to the song. Um, but uh, when, one thing that particularly touches me with this song and – I find myself in tears sometimes because, you know, I listen to this music and I think about how great this country has been to me and has been in general um, to everybody that lives here, um, no matter how bad you think your dire, your straits are, um, how good it's been and and all the blessings that, that have been bestowed upon us and and um, I started listening to this stuff more heavily when Obama was in office because I really figured that he was going to sell us down the drain. But um, and so I would just um, think about all the all the soldiers that have died in all the wars that we fought. And, um, you know, if if the, this is what's going to happen to the country, did they die in vain? You know, well, I don't think they did. But, you know, it makes you wonder, you know, if the country's going to be turned over to what it could get turned over to if Biden and Harris get in, um, it's, it's going to be non-existent anymore. So, um, anyway, uh, it's, and that's a sad thing and it makes, it's, it could make you weep if you love this country, um, because it's something that's been given to us from God and, and the devil and his minions are taking, trying to take it away. And, um, I just pray that he doesn't succeed. We're going to say a prayer at the end of all this too. Um, that, uh, that tomorrow is a day of blessing rather than a day of sadness. So, okay. So we're going to do the stars and stripes forever and hopefully there won't be a lag in it. Okay. If it is, I apologize ahead of time. And, um, I really thought about just scrubbing the whole show before and just starting all over again, downloading the files from another source, but um, it's kind of getting late at night, and I don't have time to do that. So anyway, Stars and Stripes Forever by John Philip Sousa, the President's Own United States Marine Corps Band.
You know what I'm going to do, folks, before I um, – usually I fix these files up and then I, you know, I repost them up on Spreaker. I am going to go into the first five songs and I am going to erase that dead spot. That's what I'm going to do. Nothing's holding me back from presenting to you guys some excellent marching music. Uh, next song is, uh, I think, the last one from them. Yes. Uh, no, actually, there's two. Um it's called El Capitan, which mean, in Spanish means the captain. Um, and uh, anyway, you'll probably notice the song. But uh, again, if there's a lag um, for you that might be listening live, I seriously doubt there's any of you. Um, given the hour and uh, what's going to happen tomorrow, you're probably all taking your antidepressants and going to sleep. <laughs> Uh, I know you don't take those. Um, very few of us do. Um, but uh, if you do, then uh, you've got an edge on the rest of us. Um, anyway, so here's El Capitan. And if, if there's a lag, I apologize, but it won't be there after uh, after I fix this file. El Capitan by John Philip Sousa, presented by the United States Marine Corps Band.
hey, what do you know? We got through one of them without a lag. Um, I'm going to try something. Maybe I found the secret to this. Um, takes too long to explain. Next song is uh, the Liberty Bell, and that's also done by the United States Supreme Court Band, and that is also uh, John Philip Sousa's song. So, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and go with that, so we can move right along. Okay, here we go, the Liberty Bell.
And just in case one of you was wondering if that was a real bill, yes, it is. It's um, a smaller bill, but um, very nice. Very nice. Okay, now we're going to listen to Stars and Stripes Forever. This is done by the United States Army Band, and it also has the uh, the lyrics to the chorus of uh, Stars and Stripes Forever. <clears throat> what is it again? Hurrah for the flag of the free. May it wave as an emblem forever. The gem of the land and the sea, the banner of the right. Let tyrants remember the day when our fathers with firm endeavor March straightly into the fray that by their might and by their right it reigns forever. I, I, the last part I got probably a little mixed up, but anyway, that's what it, um, what they're saying. And, and again, this is, uh, this is why when I see one of them hippie types standing on the flag or, or burning it, it just enrages me. <laughs> um, that flag stands for so much more than, than what they're thinking it stands for, you know? Um, anyway. So, okay, here we go. Stars and Stripes Forever with the United States Army Band. If I can get this thing, there we go.
Wow. <clears throat> kind of leaves you <clears throat> um, speechless. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the next one I'm going to jump into is the Armed Forces Medley, where they're going to play, or Medley, excuse me, where they're going to play um, the theme songs for all um one, two, three, five, um, armed forces. They don't have the space force yet. I don't know, um, if, what song that they'll ever use for the space force, but, um, this was done live. We, uh, watched them actually do this at, uh, down in Eugene when they, they visited and, um, it was amazing how the, how the, um, the guys all stood up, you know, when, uh, when their branch of the military was, was mentioned and, uh, it's proud to stand with them. Here we go. States Air Force.
And they deserved the cheer that they got. It was excellent. <laughs> um, now we're going to go back in time a little bit and listen to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. It was a song that came from the Civil War era. And um, it's um, it's sung in a lot of churches. Uh, you might have heard it called Glory, Glory, Hallelujah. Um, but uh, the, the rendition you're going to hear doesn't have all the verses in it, unfortunately. Um, there, there are probably five or six or seven verses in it. And um, it's just uh, an amazing song. And um, I'll try to get it for if I ever do this again. So um, anyway, the, uh, the soundtrack is, um, I don't know who's singing it to tell you the truth. It's, um, I got this off of YouTube and um, as usual, I've lost the paper that had all the information that I got. Oh, there it is. Um, let's see. Um, Nope, I don't have it. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's it's a it says it's a new rendition, but uh, the singing is 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 uh, you, you've probably heard it before. It's a it almost sounds like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Um, so if it is, well, they're doing it justice. Um, so here it is, um, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Thank you. 
and Amen. <laughs> wow, that's a beautiful song. <clears throat> okay, um, since we're in the past here, why don't we uh, go ahead and listen to... Um, there's a story behind the Star Spangled Banner that deals with Francis Scott Key and um, actually how he came to pen the Star Spangled Banner. Now, I know it has several verses to it, but uh, the one that we we sing most often, um, how he came to pen that. And um, so this is, um, it's going to be a little longer. It's 11 minutes and 39 seconds, but it's going to give you a little history lesson too so that you'll understand where that song comes from and why it should be so special and why it should be sung and um, why you should not take a knee when it's sung. Okay. So here we go. There was a lawyer once. His name was Francis Scott Key. He penned a song that I'm sure you're aware of. You've seen it. It's in most hymnals throughout our churches. It's called the National Anthem. It is our song as an American. We go, however, to a ball game. We stand in our church services and we sing the words of that song. And they float over our minds and our lips and we don't even realize what we're singing. Most of us have memorized it as a child, but we've never really thought about what it means. Let me tell you a story. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer in Baltimore. The colonies were engaged in vicious conflict with the mother country, Britain. Because of this conflict and the protractedness of it, they had accumulated prisoners on both sides. The American colonies had prisoners and the British had prisoners. And the American government initiated a move. They went to the British and they said, let us negotiate for the release of these prisoners. They said, we want to send a man out to discuss this with you. They were holding the American prisoners in boats about a thousand yards offshore. And they said, we want to send a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He will come out and negotiate to see if we can make a mutual exchange. On the appointed day in a rowboat, he went out to this boat and he negotiated with the British officials. And they reached a conclusion that men could be exchanged on a one-for-one basis. Francis Scott Key, jubilant with the fact that he'd been successful, went down below in the boats, and what he found was a cargo hold full of humanity, men. And he said, men, I've got news for you tonight. You're free. He said, tonight I have negotiated successfully your return to the colonies. He said, you'll be taken out of this boat, out of this filth, out of your chains. As he went back up on board to arrange for their passage to the shore, the admiral came and he said, we have a slight problem. He said, we will still honor our commitment to release these men, but it'll be merely academic after tonight. It won't matter. And Francis Scott Key said, what do you mean? He said, well, Mr. Key, he said, tonight we have laid an ultimatum upon the colonies. Your people will either capitulate and lay down the colors of that flag that you think so much of, or you see that fort right over there, Fort Henry? He said, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. He said, how are you going to do that? He said, if you will, scan the horizon of the sea. And as he looked, he could see hundreds of little dots. And he said, that's the entire British war fleet. 
He said all of the gunpowder, all of the armament is being called upon to demolish that fort. It will be here within striking distance in a matter of about two and a half hours. He said the war is over. These men would be free anyway. He said you can't shell that fort. He said, that's, that's a large fort. He said, it's full of women and children. He says, it's predominantly not a military fort. They said, don't worry about it. They said, we've left them a way out. And he said, what's that? He said, do you see that flag way up on the rampart? He said, we have told them that if they will lower that flag, the shelling will stop immediately. And we'll know that they've surrendered. And you'll now be under British rule. Francis Scott Key went down below and told the men what was about to happen. And they said, how many ships? He said, hundreds. The ships got closer. Francis Scott Key went back up on top and he said, men, I'll shout down to you what's going on as we watch. As twilight began to fall and as the haze hung over the ocean as it does at sunset, Suddenly, the British war fleet unleashed. <clears throat> he says the sound was deafening. There were so many guns that there were no reliefs. He said it was absolutely impossible to talk or hear. He said suddenly the sky, although dark, was suddenly lit. And he says from down below, all he could hear the men, the prisoners, saying was, Tell us where the flag is. What have they done with the flag? Is the flag still flying over the rampart? Tell us. One hour, two hours, three hours into the shelling. Every time the bomb would explode and it would be close to the flag, they could see the flag in the illuminated red glare of that bomb. And Francis Scott Key would report down to the men below, it's still up. It's not down. The admiral came and he said, your people are insane. He said, what's the matter with them? He said, don't they understand this is an impossible situation? Francis Scott Key said, he remembered what George Washington had said. He said, the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all other people in the world is he will die on his feet before he'll live on his knees. The Admiral said, we have now instructed all of the guns to focus on the rampart to take that flag down. He said, we don't understand something. Our reconnaissance tells us that that flag has been hit directly again and again and again, and yet it's still flying. We don't understand that. But he said, now we're about to bring every gun for the next three hours to bear on that point. Francis Scott Key said the barrage was unmerciful. All that he could hear was the men down below praying. The prayer. God, keep that flag flying where we last saw it. Sunrise came. He said there was a heavy mist hanging over the land, but the rampart was tall enough. There stood the flag completely nondescript in shreds. The flagpole itself was at a crazy angle, but the flag was still at the top. 
Francis Scott Key went aboard and immediately went into Fort Henry to see what had happened. And what he'd found had happened was that that flagpole and that flag had suffered repetitious direct hits. And when hit had fallen. But men, fathers, who knew what it meant for that flag to be on the ground, although knowing that all of the British guns were trained on it, walked over and held it up humanly until they died. Their bodies were removed and others took their place. Francis Scott Key said what held that flagpole in place at that unusual angle were patriots' bodies. He penned the song, Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming or the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that the flag was still there. Oh say, does that star-spangled banner yet fly and wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? The debt was demanded, the price it was paid. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes? And bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and.
certainly was thought-provoking, wasn't it? <clears throat> A great price has been paid for this land, and it's been the spillage of human blood, the blood of brave men and women who have given up their right to life so that you and I can I can talk in this radio show tonight, and you can listen. And the fact that there are people that want to get rid of that just just gets me enraged. But you know what? Um, what I got to say is that you know they're they're fighting a war that they've lost already. I, they these people that are trying to take away our liberties and freedoms they've they're they're winning a battle maybe we don't know yet um but in the end they lo- they lose the lore the the war they lose the lord too because they never had him but um when he returns on his white horse with you and me and and thousands of others and or millions of others and um he puts an end to people like those that are trying to take away our land now, um, there will be no excuse. There'll be no lawyers to represent them. There'll be no laws that they can write that will protect them from the judgment of the righteous king who's coming to redeem the earth. And they're not alone. They're with a, a group of other people around this world that are trying to, to turn the world into a, well, probably would look like a great big concentration camp, especially if you don't go their way. Um, I'm a bad choreographer. I should have made that the last song. <laughs> but um, we've got three more, four more, actually. Um, that occurred during the war of 1812, by the way, that was a little out of, uh, out of sync. Um, the first song, uh, the, um, well, anyway, the last one that we played before that was a civil war song and the next one's going to be a civil war song too, which I think is going to make a big comeback. Um. And then we'll do America the Beautiful, then My Country, Tis of Thee, and then, uh, well, for our brothers and sisters down south, we'll do Dixieland. Dixie's Land. So, um, I'm a southerner at heart. <laughs> I was born in New Jersey, but I'll tell you, if I would have been born down south, I would have been happy too. But God had other plans, I guess, right? So, anyway, uh, this is called the Battle Cry of Freedom. It was very popular during the Civil War era. Um, and it, uh, it led a lot of soldiers into battle. 
um, soldiers that never came home or lost limbs, um, body parts and, and everything, um, so that people could be free. And it's just too bad that people today don't realize the price that was paid for their freedom. And well, anyway, we won't go there. But anyway, it's the battle cry of freedom. And it's going to be, uh, with banjos and stuff. So, um, yes, I'm, other than a southerner at heart, I'm also a redneck at heart, and I'm I'm also a bluegrass fan at heart. So um, take that into consideration, okay?
They're springing to the call from the east and from the west. Shouting the battle cry of freedom. And we'll hurl the rebel crew from the land we love the best. Shouting the battle cry of freedom. The Union forever. Hurrah, boys, hurrah. Down with the traitor. Yeah, I do think that'll be an applicable song for the next few years while we wrestle to take this country back from the deep state. <clears throat> the battle cry of freedom. They're trying to put us into slavery. It ain't going to happen. Not as long as I can do anything about it anyway. Um, <clears throat> what I'm going to do is uh, change up again. I'm going to play Dixieland now um, for our southern brothers and sisters and um, and we'll do America the Beautiful, My Country, Tis of Thee, we'll end with. Um, the words to the last two songs are just incredible. Um, listen to them very carefully because they're not only patriotic songs, they're, they could be hymns. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so let's do Dixieland. Oh, by the way, the last song was by Matthew Sabatella and the Rambling String Band. Um, <clears throat> The uh, Star Spangled Banner that we played earlier, the history of it, was um, was put on YouTube by somebody named Mona Rose. Okay, and um, the song we're going to play now, Dixieland, is by the Second South Carolina String Band. So let's give it up for them, folks. You're <laughs> I love this song. I really do. Um, there'll come a time when I'll, I'll end it because it turns into a a mixing of the the band and stuff but uh anyway uh here we go okay one two three Look away, look away, Dixieland. 
And when he put his arms around her, smiled as fierce as a forty pounder, look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Then I wish I was in Dixie, hooray, hooray, in Dixie's land, I'll take my stand, live and die in Dixie. stuff huh pretty good stuff i love bluegrass music it's it's truly american music it really is and um, everything else has its basis in uh except for maybe jazz has its basis in um in other cultures from other lands and stuff like that but um nope not uh bluegrass it's real american music okay um so we're going to see here America the Beautiful and then my country tis of the I get a crack crack out. <laughs> excuse me, it's late. I get a crack out of my country tis of the because um, basically it's um, the God Save the Queen song uh, put to an American theme. And um, I don't know if God can save this queen. She's pretty wicked. So 
uh, the Queen of England, I mean. So anyway, let's um, do American Beautiful, and this is by Lee Greenwood, okay? Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grace, for purple mountain majesties. beautiful excuse me uh, there's just some songs that really touch you you know um, it's it's really weird how the American Christian 
how we, um, you know, we have separation of church and state, but at the same time, we, we tend to equate our freedom with God. So we really don't have separation of church and state in our eyes anyway. Separate the separation of church and state supposedly, um, that the constitution talks about is to keep the government from interfering with church and setting up a state religion. And, um, so many liberals get that wrong. Um, so anyway, uh, just to let you know, it's one o'clock in the morning almost. And, um, this is the day that decisions are made. So, um, so let's do my country tis of thee. And I think that's it. And then we'll, um, we'll go ahead and wind up the show in some manner. So, and this again is uh, Lee Greenwood. And uh, boy, I tell you, if you listen to these two songs and you don't go out and buy one of his albums, then um, I don't know. <laughs> because they're all good. This is just two of them. Okay. Here we go. My Country, Tis of Thee. Um, the song prior and this one we both learned in, we all learned in um, grade school. Um, back when America was America. So here we go. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing.
And that should be our prayer tonight, that God would preserve our land and honor our fathers that loved him so much and that he have mercy on us, that, Lord, we we pray you would have mercy on our nation and on our people. We have not been what you wanted us to be. We've, we're a wicked people. We are, and I'm even throwing the Christians in there, um, the believers. There is not one heart that's pure in this country, Father. And we need, we need you. We need you to save us from what looks like impending doom, Father. We pray that you'd work a miracle this day. In 11 hours, it could go either way, Father. You'll show your mercy and, and through some means you'll make it so that we don't have to live under tyranny. <clears throat> or if you desire to live us under tyranny, then so be it. But, um, you gave us a great man to lead us for the last four years, Donald Trump. And, and he tried to do his best, Father, to bring this nation back to some sort of righteousness to bring jobs back, to bring um, help for people that need help back and um, to be good stewards with your money and to get us out of bad deals that were breaking us and, and um, selling us over to the new world order. And Lord, none of us want to be part of the new world order. I know none of the listeners do and I don't. Um, so we pray that you would just, do something to to change that so that doesn't happen. <clears throat> we um, we know we don't deserve all the goodness that you can bestow upon us, but we're pleading with you. You said in your word that if if your people that are called by your name would humble themselves and I can't remember the whole thing, but humble themselves and and pray and, and cease from our wickedness that you would hear from heaven and that you would heal our land. And I can only pray for me, but I can intercede for the rest of my people, Father, the rest of the residents of the United States, that you would overlook their wickedness and their their evil intent and their hard hearts and and everything else and, and give them more of a chance to come to you. Um, you're all we got. You're the last hope, Lord. We, we've been hoping that President Trump would be able to use laws that were written to protect us from such things and, and there are wicked and evil judges and wicked and evil politicians there that have made it to where, um, those laws were ignored and, so we come to you and we humbly ask you to, in supplication, we ask you to step in and for you to 
to do something to keep us from the wickedness that's the the dark clouds that are hitting over this land that you would um, bring us to righteousness through repentance and that you would bring a revival to this land as such as never been seen before and just as Daniel prayed in the hour of oblation I'm proclaiming this the hour of oblation you said in the morning David said in the morning, will he direct his prayer into you and will look up? Well, I'm looking up right now and I'm um, asking you to to intercede, to do something for us, to, <clears throat> to help us. We pray that whatever you have to do to rid us of Biden and Harris and and all the other wickedness that the swamp, as Trump calls it, the deep state, that you would do that and that you would give us another chance. And Father, if you don't do it for my sake and you don't do it for Barbara's sake or or for the sake of our listeners, do it for our children. You have a special place in your heart for children. We pray that you would, you would, um, heal this land for our children so that they could grow up in in freedom and liberty and peace and prosperity and prosperity the way that you define it Lord and Lord we just hope and pray hope and pray that you would hear this prayer and the prayer of so many others that are going up yesterday today and um, that you would just Step in and take charge that if there's any way President Trump can take back this country in this last moment, that he'd be able to do it, that you'd give him ideas, you'd give the generals ideas, that you would give whatever you got to do, Lord, okay? Just don't let us flounder. Don't let us be destroyed, which will happen if you don't intercede. So we just, um, we leave it in your hands. That's the only thing we can do. We're at an hour where we can do nothing. No doctor can save this country. No, um, no lawyer can save it. No, nobody can save it but you. And so we're, we're asking and beseeching you, um, in all earnesty and in all humbleness and contriteness that you would just do something to help us. Um, And let it be marvelous in the eyes of all the world how you've stepped in and 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 you've worked a miracle to bring this country back around. Please, Lord, I pray, don't let the enemy take it over. Don't let Biden and Harris get in. Don't let the other Democrats get in. Lord, just do something miraculous if it's. A coup, do it, Lord, if you have to do it that way. And there are so many wicked people that are going to be in power. And this is this will truly be the end of our nation and the beginning of sorrows for many that live here. So again, I, I ask one more time, please work a miracle. Work through President Trump. Um, get rid of the corporation of the United States and restore the constitutional republic, I pray. Just let us be able to survive and let us be a model for the rest of the world, Lord. 
to take to the streets and to to uh, take back their countries too, Father. Break the back of the deep state. Break the back of the rich elite people. Tear down their banks. Tear down their wealth. Distribute their wealth among the rest of the people, Father. Those are the people that like to start wars. Please don't let them start any more wars, Father. For right now, anyway, we know that there will be more wars. But just like you protected Israel those many times, just like you sent that angel down to kill, what was it, 185,000 Assyrian soldiers? Just as you parted the Red Sea and just as you drowned Pharaoh, we pray that you would act. Just as you humiliated the prophets of Baal on the mountain with Elijah, we pray that you would do things like that too. We pray that tomorrow we'll hear about mass arrests and that um, the military will be taking back the country for, for the American people that they will honor their vows, which they made. Each and every one of them will honor their vow to protect the Constitution of the United States. Because it looks pretty bleak right now, but you can do it. We know you can, Lord. And we're cheering you on. We're we're calling a battle cry of freedom, Lord. Please sing that song with us. And march forward and take back this land from the insidiousness that controls it now. The deep state. Rid us of people like Pelosi and Schumer and and most of the Democrats that are in there and some of the Republicans. And um, bring us a new birth of freedom like Abraham Lincoln talked about in the Gettysburg Address that this country will experience a renewal, uh, a rebirth of freedom, he called it. And we did. And I know a lot of people had to die in a war to do that, but um, please just, we pray, Father, me and my listeners, um, that you would just work a miracle. And um, if you don't, then... Prepare us for the hard times to come. But um, we pray for the first thing and trust you for the first thing and and humbly submit to you that thy will be done. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed meaning high and holy above all others are, is your name. Your kingdom is coming, and we look forward to it. We pray that your will will be done in everything on, on this earth as it is in heaven. And we pray that you would give us our bread as, or forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And we pray that especially deliver us from evil. And just... Uh, when we wake up tomorrow, let us wake up to good news, okay? Please, in Yeshua's holy and precious and mighty name, the name above all name, the name that he himself said that if we ask you, Father, 
in his name that you will hear from heaven and you will do it. This is heavy on all of our hearts, Lord. And if we have to go to civil war to do it, then so be it. But just do something. Please don't let us flounder. Please don't let this country die. Be there for us. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, your Son, our Redeemer, our Savior, and the one who rose from the grave so that we might have that hope too and that realization. In his name, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, i got to get to bed. So thank you for being with me tonight, and thank you for putting up with the, the music. I'll fix that before I upload it. Um, <clears throat> pray for the health of those of us that to lose, to lose your resistance. Um, um, age and time are taking their toll, and uh, and things are um, <clears throat> things are just a mess everywhere, it seems like. 2020 was bad, but it seems like 2021 starting out even worse. Pray for work situations and and that um, that just pray for us. We could use your prayers, <laughs> and we thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, for that too. Amen and amen. Good night, folks. And um, well, next Monday we'll. We'll talk about what happened, <laughs> whether it be good or bad, while we still can talk. In the name of Yeshua, have a great week, and be in prayer all day tomorrow, till noon, and after. Good night. <laughs>